Hey, what's going on, guys? This is the Solana Made Simple podcast, and today we are joined with Booty. Uh, he's a builder in the space and a good friend, uh, you know, mutual uh, communities that we've been able to interact and, uh, you know, kind of, uh, you know, cross each other's paths, so to speak. Uh, but also joined with Lindsay as well. How are you doing this morning, Lindsay? Really good. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. I'm excited to kind of talk to Booty and kind of learn a little bit more about metaverse and building. Uh, it's definitely a subject and a topic that I don't know too much about. So uh, you know, once I did find out, you know, what you were doing over there, uh, you know, in your space, I was, you know, excited to kind of bring you in on here and talk a little bit more on the podcast. But uh, go ahead, Booty, introduce yourself a little bit. Let us know, uh, you know, who you are and what you got going on. GM, GM. So yeah, Booty, so much. I've been in the space for a little over a year now. Um, And pretty much I can build uh, Metaverses through Unity with uh, Dimension Builder. Uh, It's a project that works with uh, Metaverses for other projects so we can build Metaverses uh, based on their specifications and build it out for them. Um, Did you say it was uh, Unity that you started with? Well, the the program is based with uh, using Unity. Okay. Yeah. And now, uh, what kind? Of, what projects are you working on right now? If you can share, that. I don't know if you have any kind of like NDAs or anything like that. But uh, could you let us know kind of what you're, you know, you're getting getting yourself into at this point? Dude, honestly, I've kind of taken a step back uh, from Twitter as a whole after some shenanigans went down with another project, and uh, I've just kind of been taking a step back, looking more into. Uh, Uh, being inv- more involved with the projects that I am in, with which is Dab Boys, which is my PFP. Uh, I've been rocking them for a while. I love what they're doing. Um, they've built their own marketplace, and they have the ability to change the metadata of your Dab Boy based on the attributes that you want to put on there. That's pretty and um, so I, I, I've kind of just like down on the projects that I am in and uh, haven't really shopped around for too many other at the moment. Gotcha. It definitely makes sense. It's definitely uh, something in the in this market. It's, uh, you know, find your community and, and kind of sit down and, and, and build and see what else you can do and kind of provide for them. Uh, but the, I definitely know who Dat Boys are. Seen them around, they uh, definitely have a vibrant community and pretty funny uh, PFPs to say the least. And uh, yours, we were just talking about that. It's a piece of bread over the top of your head. And uh, every time I've seen yours, I'm like, there he is. <laughs> but I never knew the story behind that. Can you uh, share that with us? Well, um, basically, I was just going around different spaces and I met, uh, I hopped around a lot with between the Latina and the English spaces uh, and someone in the, in the community, Latino community, uh, just one day included me in some like at writing chat. Uh, and uh, that's where all the, all the breads, bread faces started appearing on animals and other PFPs. And ever since then, I kind of just stuck with it. I liked it. I still haven't gotten the Dap Boys to create the actual trade itself, but maybe one of these days. 
Yeah, keep rocking it. It'll definitely come out. And uh, it's it's something that it stuck out because it's unique. You don't, I mean, it, it just, you look at you like, wait, what is that for a second? And it kind of captures your uh, your attention. So I definitely think that you got something there. One of these days we need to see booty traits with pieces of bread on your head. I think that's a funny thing uh, <laughs> for the space. And it almost got the Bitcoin orange before that was a thing. So sometimes that sticks out. You were kind of ahead of the game then, huh? Uh, do you have any ordinals or anything like that? Are you looking into them? Uh, uh, I haven't even considered ordinals, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely have I'm been sure looking into they... them quite a bit and, uh, you know, playing around, seeing what's going on, because there are some moves to be made. But uh, it's something I think is picking up a lot of uh, a lot more steam. Uh, and I'm excited to see. Well, not even excited. I'm just curious to see where it goes, because there's a, a wave of people that are kind of against it. And then there's another way where it's like, this isn't completely amazing for the for the uh, Bitcoin chain in, in general. So it's it's a very divided space. But I think there's a lot of uh, momentum on, in general going in that or energy going in that direction, I should say. For sure, for sure. Um, I just I, I know that you have to be very careful on like, you know, which wallet you have it, and try not to send it by accident to other people. So that's kind of one of the things that uh, and it steers me away. Uh, I feel like I'm still kind of a bozo, and uh, I, that would that type of things would happen to me. As long as you're careful, I think it'd be good. There's a lot of different threads and stuff put out there. Um, basically, the way you can th think of it, there's a a Bitcoin address, and then you have an Ordinal's address. And uh, if you have the right wallet, they kind of make it a little bit uh, user friendly, where you don't have to, you know, think or you like use too much in there. Uh, Magic Eden has a really nice interface with it, but. Anyway, I mean, if you're not looking into it, it's something maybe because you got the cool orange on the background. But um, I do want to ask you before we yeah. kind of get into anything else, get off the topic. I know you're not really building, kind of taking a step back, but what got you into looking into, you know, building metaverses and using these different tools and uh, kind of expanding the, the scope of Web3? Like what, what got you intrigued there? Pretty uh, much like the level building. Uh, I've, I'm, I'm, I'm a big nerd. I love like uh, you know all those RPG type games and uh, like Pokemon specifically. Okay. So whenever this project came along and and you could design your own levels and stuff, I was just like, oh man, I want to create like a you know like a Pokemon style type of map. You know, you have like a little town over here, a little town over there, and oh fun. Uh, that's a, uh, that kind of mindset. And then uh, so I started building out like these huge maps and. Uh, I don't know what happened to them. I've not picked up on them, but uh, Quicks from the uh, Moon Raiders got me to uh, build them a map that's similar to the one in Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two, uh, the terminal. So you're like, uh, I tried rep replicating the terminal, and uh, it, it came out was pretty good. Uh, it could use a little bit more uh, upgraded assets to, to toss them there, but the basic outline is there, and uh, it. it I don't know. I just find it kind of therapeutic to just sit there and build because you can like just you can choose how how long you want a, a pole or like a wall and you just I don't know, you just mess around with it for a bit. That's really cool. How long would it take somebody to build like a level? Like let's say that just like a very basic level where you can run around, you have different rooms and stuff. How long would that kind of process uh, you know to kind of take for somebody that like you? Um, well, it depends on like you're just starting out. It might take you uh, uh, quite a bit. Um, I, I probably 
build one within like an eight hour, like, you know, have like a little setting with a couple of rooms and like a little bar or like some boots and stuff like that. Okay. So eight hours, that, that's not too bad for me. It'd probably be like eight weeks or something like that. Cause I don't even know where, to, I don't even know where to get started, but where would somebody that's, uh, that thinks that that's kind of something they want to look into building levels or maybe, you know, building into the metaverse, a kind of a uh, idea where, where would they get started with that? What, what's a, a good source? Uh, I like to mention, uh, they're, they're the metaverse service providers on web three. Uh, they have very, very limited quantities of portals that give you access to the builder. Uh, but that's a good start because then once you have access, you can just kind of mess around and create big worlds, small worlds. Um, and, uh, they also do like 3d avatar rending services. So like if, for, I don't know, I don't project here wants, uh, wants to have their, if he made it to 3D version, they can help do that. So gotcha. And you don't do any of that kind of stuff. You do more just like the the levels and the worlds kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's I, really tried, cool. I tried learning a little bit about it, but uh, yeah, I kind of. Well, if you found something that, you know, it, it seems like it's a hobby to you and you have fun doing it, that you could timelessly kind of just keep going through it, that that's uh, your bread and butter right there. Um, I do know Quicks personally, he's actually been on the podcast and stuff like that. Can you tell us a little bit about the experience with, uh, you know, working with a founder trying to develop, you know, what they want and uh, kind of delivering that, like what kind of things you've kind of overcome or what kind of things that made it a lot easier for somebody? Yeah, sure. Um, so I met him through Coffee and Crypto, and uh, I just I was I really bullish on the project. The whole print shop idea um, really stuck out, and the fact that you can put on you know whatever art you want on stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were talking about getting like these shirts made with uh, with my PFP on it. You know, it'd be the orange, and then it'd just have like the Dead Boy face on it, and having those printed out. But uh, whenever I don't think he has all the stuff ready for it yet. So uh, maybe once he's all set up and ready to go, we'll get those firing up and just just maybe producing booty merch or something. That'd be really cool. (laughs) So when it came to building the game, did he approach you saying that he wanted to do it or was it something you kind of, you know, you offer as a service? Like how does that kind of work? Is it something that uh, you're looking to, you know, maybe one day, you know, make that a job or like a side hustle or something like that? Or is it just strictly just a hobby? Uh, yeah, I could definitely be a, a side hustle. Um, well, he first approached me and was like, hey, I, I remember you used to, you used to like, you know, uh, shout them out there a lot, shout out to mention. And he asked if I was familiar with some of the stuff around there. And I told him that I, I knew how to do the levels. And that's kind of how I started it off. And then, uh, yeah, I, I worked on it for um, about a month, like on the weekends, mm-hmm. just like sitting there in front of the computer for like, you know, eight, nine hours at the time, <laughs> just like doing the thing. That's awesome. Um, Is it the same? It, 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 I'm sorry. Go ahead, Booty. Sorry about uh, that. Sorry. Uh, you, you definitely have to get in the mood for it, like, and not have, you know, uh, oh, I need to go pick up the kids or anything like that you know right for sure 
So I, I was going to ask you this. Uh, I did see a few sneak peeks that he's released. Is that the same level? Is that all the, the stuff that you designed? Because it was like the first person shooter type of game for the Moon Rangers uh, that you, you made all those levels. Or, or uh, at least the sneak yeah, peeks. Yeah, or, or just that one. It's just that one level. Yeah, the sneak peeks that you've seen, they're all from that level that, uh, that I made. That's so awesome, man. I love seeing this because I didn't know that you guys connected at that point. I knew he was, you know, pulling up this game. I knew that there was something going on with uh, the 3D avatar with Moon Rangers. I never connected the dots and realized that, but now, now I see that. And uh, it just puts a little bit more, um, you know, love for me seeing that, kind of seeing, you know, the homies uh, collaborating and building together. It's uh, awesome to see that. But, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to getting that thing set up because I was talking to him in the space last night and he said it's getting closer and closer and they've been working on it and, you know, doing stuff with the portals, trying to get everything set up. But um, yeah, I'll definitely be playing that. And, uh, you know, I'm not the best first person shooter, but hopefully <laughs> I can get a couple of kills in there and be like, that one's for booty. <laughs> no, and it's going to be interesting because like portals is its own other uh, uh, project and they also have like a similar interface on how you... Uh, place certain things but they have other capabilities i don't know they're, i think they're definitely like a third competition to dimension but <laughs> what do i know no i got you <laughs> definitely understand that uh it's something i'm looking forward to with with gaming in general with web3 i think that's um going to pick up over the next couple of years i see a lot of people you know getting down and, and de developing different games different types of worlds and stuff like that uh what do you think about the you know the influx of metaverse and like stores and stuff like that having your own you know, like brand store and stuff where people can kind of you know buy things or at least exchange uh different assets or something like that is that something that you paid attention to at all uh not so much lately but back when you know i was really active in the dimension community yes that that was the goal to be trying to uh get partner up with different projects so that you can offer some of their services through your metaverse and uh so I, I was going around, you know, not sort, sort of like a community manager, just like trying to uh, or collab, trying mm -hmm. to act for different collabs with different projects. Uh, there was a couple that did, you know, want to do it. But then, you know, that was when the market was a little bit better than what it is now. And uh, as it went down, so did some projects. So stuff didn't always pan out. But there were plans in the works and... Uh, but I don't know, maybe, maybe for this next, next cycle, it can be a better. Yeah, I definitely think, uh, it helps pave the way. And it also kind of, it opens doors for some people to kind of get into the space and kind of start developing and building from the ground up, so to speak. Uh, one thing I was wondering about with those, those kinds of, I guess, your own worlds where you have the games and the different services, it seemed like what was catching on was the, you know, you have this world, you have your avatar and you can go to all of these different shops. And some of them were, like um, games like casino type games or arcade type games and stuff. That was really intriguing to me because if you can kind of walk around these worlds, connect with people and, you know, go into different stuff that suits your needs. Like there was even some talk about um, like, like watching live sports, like where you kind of sit down or, you know, you walk around and, and you log in this way and it's like your friends are already in there. And I guess it's essentially the same thing as clicking on links or whatever, like going around, you know, joining a chat room or like or something like that. But having like a, a visual representation of that seemed like it was kind of cool. Um, but having people like you that are developing that kind of stuff, I think it's interesting to, you know, see your insight and, uh, you know, where you think that, that the landscape's kind of being, sh you know, shaped. Um, but what kind of, uh, what kind of exciting things have you seen in this bear market that you didn't expect? Anything 
that uh, kind of popped up or do you think, you know, most of the builders are kind of laying down, just, you know, working away, plugging away at it? It's, they've been quietly building. They've, uh, it's more like just keep adding other projects under the radar. You know, first you start off with like making their, their PFP into 3D avatars. And I think that's like a big step forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they actually have something to deliver to their community. Um, what else? Like, I think one of the big things for these types of projects, or for yeah, for these types of projects, would be like the minute that you can get from like one world to the next. I don't think they've bridged that gap quite yet. So, like, if you wanted to hop in, say, like you know, like a Focus Five uh, metaverse, it's just an example, but into like the Moon Rangers metaverse, like there's no direct connection yet. So, like, you're kind of still you load into a world and you're just kind of still there. Uh, I think that once they work out the, the, the little kink where you can just directly go from Moon Rangers to Focus 5 and vice versa, that, that would be uh, something re- revolutionary for the metaverses as a whole. Yeah, definitely. I think, um, you know, a lot of people are waiting for that. But um, I see one thing with with our, our generation and uh, the younger generation. It seems like they're making a lot of games and different things just to get kids thinking on the way of building uh, in a 3D, in a, a metaverse type of world, where, whether it's um, roadblocks or the, the other one. I can't think of the name of it right now. but I, Minecraft. I, Minecraft, exactly. And it's like, it just seems like that is the way that um, I guess big money has developed these games in a way that it's kind of curating the learning process where kids don't even know that they're, you know, developing this kind of, um, skill set and programming and it's just going to become second nature to them. You know what I'm saying? So it's, uh, interesting to see that. Have you seen any similarities with what I'm kind of talking about and watching that, uh, transition? Mainly just in my my younger siblings, you know, they they are into the Minecraft thing. So like I've seen, I'm not too into it, but I do like to see how you know she goes about and builds a world. But um, no, there are certain things like uh, I've never played Minecraft, mm-hmm. so that would take me like a long time to like figure it out. Maybe not too long, but um, for them, it's just like oh yeah, you just do this and you just they. Yeah, they know it like second nature. I guess having the iPad at such a young age really helped them out in that aspect. Yeah, it's pretty crazy to see it because I've uh, I've I've actually watched kids that are you know under ten years old, you know, with an iPad whipping this thing around like it's it's nothing to them, and they're like, "You don't know how to do this?" I'm like, "No, I don't know how to do this. What are you talking about?" Like, I've never seen this thing before, and they're just like, "Click, click, 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 click," building this thing like in like instantly. It's like a whole world just comes up out of nowhere. I'm like, "All right." Yes, I got some homework to do here, but uh, it's definitely interesting because they also have like the uh, Roblox dollars and stuff. So they're they're also implementing like ways where uh, like currency is, is being used the same way we uh, kind of use it ourselves, especially like SBL tokens that it, like don't have as much value. Um, but, you know, they built value by using this to do X, Y or Z. It's just seeing the um, that kind of just being picked up at such a young age. I, I just think it is it's a good thing because there's the people that are going to like get excited about that and continue to do this because it's fun. And once they develop the, the skill sets, they need to get to a scalable level or the next, you know, the big league, so to speak, where you got some, you know, some things to work with. I think it's going to produce and provide uh, very extraordinary results because of uh, how early people are like learning this thing, you know? Yeah, for sure. For sure. 
Uh, so bullish on the younger generations for schooling us in tech. Yeah, when they were going to be the boomers looking back like, I remember back in the day when Metaverses just came out here. <laughs> exactly, yeah. And I, I know that like there are some like big retailers that have launched some of the Metaverses, like Walmart and uh, what there was another. Walmart's the one that sticks out the most. But, uh, I don't know, that one's kind of sketchy. And we, all, we see that, like, uh, Meta's, Metaverse didn't really do too well. I don't know. Maybe Zuck didn't want to uh, invest more money into it. But uh, I've heard that there was a lot of complaints about how he rolled all that out. So yeah, was, was... Uh, that's one of the things that they are doing in Web3 that is uh, bullish, that they are trying to outperform these big money companies. Yeah, I think that they, they had something with Meta, and I, I don't know what they did to drop the ball or why they kind of stopped progressing. I guess they didn't see the, the benefit monetarily, but uh, I think overall what they what they were kind of coming up with was what people thought of a Metaverse, a world where they had the avatar, they walk around, they get to either play with or they get to actually put on the headset and become, you know what I'm saying? So um, just kind of curious to see you know, where that does go. Cause I, I mean, he even went to the lengths of meeting with UFC fighters and creating that, that back and forth exchange where like you can, you know, fight your own style or whatever. And, uh, you know, in the game and, and it's just, I thought it was going to go a little bit further. Um, I, I've even walked or not walked around. I've even gone around to, uh, Twitter spaces just to kind of listen to conversations. And I've talked to people that they really don't mess with NFTs or the web three side of things that we typically, you know, talk about and, and kind of get engaged in. Uh, he was literally saying, he was like, man, I put on my Oculus and walk around, you know, find like a hangout in this community. And we just start talking to people on there. And we have meetings on there. There's there's whole things built out for some of these bigger corporations and these bigger businesses where they could, uh, you know, sit down and be in the metaverse and have a, a physical and a digital representation of what they're doing. And I think that's really, uh, really kind of cool because... Uh, a couple of friends in the community that we've been in, they're opening up schools and stuff like that. And um, we just had a podcast with Chris, the founder of the Ants, and I was, as such, suggesting a similar thing to him. I was like, hey, if you're able to have that, like as an educator, what do you think? Um, but, you, but how do you think about that? You think that that's down the pipeline for educational purposes and, uh, you know, being able to connect people across the globe rather than, you know, in, in a classroom kind of thing? Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, it's just going to be like Ready Player One <laughs> yeah. uh, live. And uh, <laughs> like actually the, the project, Dimension Project founder, uh, he works with special needs kids. And he this this uh, whole project, he made it to help with education uh, for them. And it just kind of expanded from there. Um, so, so yes, I... I believe that that's going to be used for educational purposes. Yeah, I, I think that some universities are already um, like building that out and they plan to have classes there. I mean, why wouldn't they shift online classes to the metaverse? I feel like it adds a personal touch. Um, I don't know. Sometimes people take online classes, they like the distance, <laughs> you know? So maybe it'll be optional, but I think it's a cool idea. Yeah, I, I do too. When I uh, when I was taking some classes, most people um, we would have to use our computers and, or and like a like a webcam to you know have your representation that way, or at least be in the room. You could turn your camera off, but like you still had your avatar essentially or your PFP was showing up. 
um, having, having it where you can kind of walk around, like log into and jump in and like sit yourself down. I mean, some people might just like that because they don't have to be there. And personally, I do like learning from home. I like learning from, you know, uh, you know, the, the computer. I, I think that that was easier for me rather than spending the time all week. Cause at the end of the week, it might've been, an, you know, five to six hours of travel just to get to and from and, uh, you know, everything in between and, uh, being able to sit in one place for me. I liked it. I was like, oh, I can get everything done. I know that this is, you know, where I'm at. Um, and I joined into the mo most time. It was like, a, I think it was Skype. No, one of those two zoom maybe. Um, but it was like a, a meeting like uh, that, but, um, I gotcha. Um, the, the remote learning is kind of, kind of a thing. I don't know. Uh, more of like a physical one. You to be in the room to like really grasp it. Yeah. But I think that with a metaverse, like, you know, if you can give yourself some self or like, some kind of awareness that you are in this space already that might help yeah. as opposed to just sitting in front of the, the zoom camera yeah, my, my friend he's a uh, welder by trade he's been doing it you know his entire life maybe i guess close to 20 years and uh he actually went down to uh i think it was he's living, living in jacksonville but he was working for a school and he still works there actually um but they have when COVID hit and everybody had a kind of remote learn they were setting everybody up with um Oculus that were from the school. I think it's Telsa uh, Welding School or something like that. But it was all remote learning, and they're using the Oculuses and like handsets to learn how to weld uh, remotely through that like metaverse type of uh, learning situation. And I asked him, I was like, "How do you feel about it?" He said, "I don't think <laughs> this is the best way because there's so many different things that can happen, you know, in real life when you're you're actually welding." Uh, versus, you know, being here, you don't feel the heat, you don't feel the any ele other elements that come into play. He said, yeah, you might understand exactly how to do it. Um, but he was to his surprise, when people came back into school, and things were kind of open back up, the same people that excelled uh, with the, you know, the online learning and the virtual learning, they did just fine, you know, in the in the labs and in the in the actual like practices. So he was he's kind of blown away by it. he said he still doesn't like it all the way. But if that's the way that they're going to do it. And that's the way that, it, I mean, it's kind of moving forward. Uh, they're going to go for it because he wasn't much of a tech person, not really into computers or anything like that. Uh, so learning Oculus was new for him. And once he got it down, he, he just was like, I don't know if this is going to be applicable in real life. And it turns out a lot of the people were finding success with it, which was impressive to me, uh, especially him not knowing much. I could barely get him to figure out how to turn his phone on the call me. But <laughs> when he was telling me he was teaching people with, uh, you know, an Oculus, I was like, what is going on in your... But uh, it worked wow. out. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. But um, that is crazy. Yeah, that's cool though. Yeah, he's like in all caps, but is able to teach on an Oculus. <laughs> <laughs> like when I, I actually try to get him to get into a Discord and onboard him into like what we're doing here with Web three NFTs and stuff, and he had a hell of a time just getting into a Discord. And I was like, all right, let's just pop the brakes there because I don't think we need to. Yeah. But at the same time, he's a point and click person. Yes. Like, point yes. and click. Here's the wallet. Get your seed phrase later, like we were talking about. Yeah, like he would rather sign into like uh, like a website, checking his email, rather than anything else, because it's like simple and makes sense that, that way. And that's just kind of his extent of it. But seeing somebody that was able to pick up teaching through virtual worlds was, was pretty impactful for me because I was like, man, if, if he can do this and doesn't really care for it or want to or really believe in it and still find success overall, I think that they got something there. And uh, it's just interesting to see because, I mean, imagine you not being able to make it physically there, but you had the Oculus and you had the, the time and, the, and uh, you know, the 
um, interest in learning, you know, that, that skill set. It just, it provides such an opportunity. I mean, imagine a Votech school through a, a digital world that was like, you could literally use those skills and apply them uh, as soon as you complete your course and get your certification like that. That's, or at least get to the point where you can take a, a test in real life. Because I think that that would be important to, you know, also be able to show that you can do the, <laughs> the practice right there. Um, but it's, it's exciting. Yeah, yeah, um, that, that, that is bullish, actually. Um, I mean, also with, like, these levels that, that you can build on Dimension, these are all Oculus uh, uh, ready, so, like, you can you can put it on the Oculus and go in and explore the levels with it. It's just that uh, my computer's a little old, so I'm just going old school and just using the old PC. I got you, got you. I mean, whatever works for you. Different strokes, different folks. You know what I'm saying. But uh, he <laughs> he wouldn't have this if he wasn't working for the you know the school. Like they paid out a ton of money. They had all the grants and stuff like that. You know, for the educational, they had to spend the money. So it's like they were willing to bring in and build all of these uh, these environments up for people. Because um, I mean, they they still need. I mean, as much as AI is coming into play, as much as we're talking about these virtual worlds. We still need the physical uh, people. We still need the human touch to a lot of these things. And that's one thing that uh, I think people kind of get um, uh, kind of turned off. They think that it's all going to be, you know, automated, generated by this artificial intelligence, X, you know, X, Y, Z. There is a level of that that it has some some merit. But I think that uh, having a actual person in a lot of these situations needs to happen just for the uh, the understanding of like real world practices and what could happen, you know. Um, I think that that's important. For sure. It's like that, a, that's part of the reason why I still go in person to the store to pay some of my bills to go meet the people and be like, all right, this company's still gay, it's still okay. Yeah. Uh, this one's a little bit too automated. Maybe I should go find something else. Kind of, I don't know, <laughs> but I do like looking for that uh, that human aspect. Uh, you know, just to like get to know more people and. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I'm the same way. Yeah. I hate when I, I go to a, a store and I have to, you know ring up my stuff, pay for everything, my stuff and leave. It's like, I just wanted to have that interaction of a customer and uh, employee relationship. And, and even as, as simple as, you know, ringing up my groceries and bagging them, taking them out, like you're talking, you're interacting. It's just part of that uh, human connection and community that I think that we don't, we, we need to desperately keep that a, as strong as we can. Cause once you start to turn that off, it's like, it gets really kind of dark, you know what I mean? Cause it's just, you're talking to machines and it's not like the, the human element, and that's the one thing that they cannot recreate, and no matter what they do, that'll never be something that they can recreate. They can try, they get close, but they'll always be at that, that element of, uh, you know, we, we get the key. But um, it's interesting, interesting to see where the world's kind of going and shaping it with this. I mean, you can literally shape it and build anything you want, anything that your, your imagination kind of uh, conjures up. I mean... Some people talk about the avatar connecting uh, and we can get into the whole idea of like Neuralink and it's like you have the digital world, you're connected into it, the matrix uploading, all of this kind of, you know, craziness, but who knows what's going to happen in 50 years, you know, who knows what's going to happen in 25 at the rate of growth with this kind of stuff. I'm not saying mass adoption is going to be there, but the capabilities will probably be there. If not, they're already tapping into them now. So it's just... Being uh, around and being aware is super important and uh, having people like you that, you know, take the time and have fun with it that can, uh, you know, understand these things and also build and, uh, you know, see where this, the potential goes. Like, I think it's super important and uh, that was the main reason I wanted to kind of bring you up and give you the opportunity to kind of talk about it because it's one of the areas I don't know much about. Yeah, um, no, thanks. Um, so... 
the hot topic, yeah, Neuralink. Yeah, that, that's, that one's a hot topic. But also, like, going back to the interacting with people and stuff, that's actually uh, how I found out that some of the people that I do interact with are into crypto, although not entirely into Web3. Like, they, they've bought some crypto, they hold it, they don't really know what to do with it, and I'm just like, oh, you should, like, you know, get on Twitter, and that's, like, a free educational platform, and you can learn on how, you know, how to use it or convert it or X, Y, and Z. Right. So that, that's been one of the plus sides of still uh, dealing with humanity. <laughs> um, but the link that, one, that one's pretty interesting, too, because, yeah, that... You could essentially have like a. You probably wouldn't need an Oculus if you get the Neuralink, right? Right, you become the, yeah. the Oculus, right? <laughs> yeah, you become the Oculus. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Uh, congratulations to Elon for doing that stuff, but uh, that still doesn't rub my fancy. I honestly would not sign up for it. And I know that they have started like doing human trials recently, so or they got approved. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, the fact that they got approved, I'm, I'm like, wait, what were they doing the whole time then? Like, what was going on? Like, this had to be happening. They didn't just say, all right, we're just going to try this one here and uh, see what happens. They were like, sign these 18 waivers and, well, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah. Did you ever watch that movie, Venom? Yeah. The first one? Yep. Yeah. That's that's what that reminds me of. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like this guy's stealing all these homeless people from the streets and then, you know, oh yeah, I signed up for this experiment and then, yeah, that's how they get their, I don't know, I may be wrong, but <laughs> just kind of like, uh, I don't know, it, it, I'm, I'm very tin hat foilish, so it leads my, my mind to some dangerous places. No, def- definitely uh, gets me to go in the same way because I start to think like, all right, the cool thing is like the, the idea of like a matrix thing where you can upload all of this information, you can learn super fast and be, you know, equipped and like all of that seems amazing and, and great, right? And then I start to look at it like, all right, well, what happens in the Matrix? You know, you, we saw how that went. And then, um, you know, stuff like the uh, the movie The Avatar and it's like connecting on that end and, and living that, that lifestyle or the, living in that world where it's it just almost seems like it's all make-believe. It's just what where do you define real and fiction, uh, um, you know, at that point? Like where, where does that, where's that line in the sand going to draw itself like... <laughs> Or somebody else going to draw right. it for us, you know? And how how dependent will we get? It's just there's so many ways that that thing can go, and it's um, it, it's a little kind of scary. At, at, well, most of the time, I think it's very scary, especially when Elon was the first person to kind of really come out and uh, say this is really not a, a good idea to go forward with AI, and that it's like, well. <laughs> What are you doing? <laughs> What's going on over here? What do you know that you're not sharing with us right now? You know? Right. So. Yeah. You know, yeah, I think you mentioned something about, like, once you let the genie out of the bottle, you can't put it back in. It's some kind of reference that he made to it. And, yeah, I mean, I can see how it is now. Everything's like, oh, you can get this AI to do that for you or this AI to generate art. And it's the biggest talk on Twitter or part of one of the biggest subjects yeah, I mean, now. seeing artists that aren't even alive anymore and they're recreating their entire albums or songs or physical features and, like, like not even a hologram anymore. It just looks like them. It's just it's insane. It's been going on. And um, another thing is just the uh, the, the level of education that uh, the mass of people don't have. They see movies. They see commercials. They see the, you know, the clickable stuff, the really 
easy to be, you know, seeing stuff that doesn't really have all of the information they need. And it's like, they just form their own opinions. And then it just kind of gets into this crazy chasm of like ridiculousness of like where it's going. And, and, uh, the, the sad part is like, well, maybe it is, maybe that's exactly where it's going to be going because that's what everybody's talking about. Why wouldn't it learn that way? And why wouldn't it prepare that? You know, it's like, right. that, that I know we're talking a lot more tinfoil hat stuff here, but it's like, it, it gets me questioning everything. And I guess that's the, the root of it all. When it comes down to science, I like, question it all. There's no reason you shouldn't. Well, I saw an article, um, yesterday saying that they were going to, um, put regenerative skin on robots and then we would have like a Terminator style situation for real. I was like, why would they do that? Like, why are we doing that? <laughs> that that's, um, I don't want that. I need that to stop right now. <laughs> but hey, if they're doing that, make it, if we're seeing these little like clips of it. I mean, I'm sure they got like a whole person or something or a whole robot. Some something, some cyborg is if out. We're there. seeing a clip of it. It already happened, right? Like, right. They don't really and Sophia, and she is a citizen in Dubai. What? What? Is the thing that you're talking about? It exists. Her name is Sophia, and she's a citizen in Dubai. She already has citizenship in the world. Oh my God, that's crazy! Does she already have so like a million Insta followers? I've not heard that word dropped in a while. Yeah, I remember hearing about that. Uh, uh, but yeah, it's also like they're trying to like make things immortal, and uh, I don't know. I'm I'm human. I'm comfortable with my mortality. Uh, you know, sh stuff happens, up and downs. But you know, uh, at the end of the day, like, do you really want to live forever? I don't. Know. I mean, I don't think so. I would not. Yeah, I'm not signing up for that. Maybe there are people that do. So that that's what another thing that you know you're uploading yourself on like maybe that's what escaping the matrix is like you're trying to seek peace and that is through death but the the matrix won't let you die or i don't know <laughs> would you upload your personality into a robot like at the end of your natural life your personality <laughs> I don't know if I would, or you know what I mean, your brain, whatever, whatever makes you, yeah. you whatever computer processing they take <laughs> from your brain into the robot. Your consciousness, <laughs> like, would you upload that before they pull the plug? Ah, uh, consciousness, computer processor, same thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully not, but that's what we're trying to distinguish here. Um, me, no, I want that to, I want to live my lifespan and, um, you know, leave my mark and kind of continue on with that. And I just... I don't think we were made to live forever. Uh, so that's kind of where I stand with that. I just, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe we were made for something else. Maybe we're here for, I don't even know if we were made. So this whole conversation is going to get out of, <laughs> out of control. I don't, I mean, <laughs> maybe I, don't I am the matrix. Maybe I am a cyborg right now. I don't even know that. <laughs> yeah, maybe I am my PFP. I'm just a ghost kid, a pixelated ghost kid. <laughs> wandering through <laughs> time but um i don't know if i would I, I i'm on the fence about it sometimes i think yes sometimes i think no sometimes i think like you do like if i make enough of an impact when i'm here um then i don't need to download my consciousness in because my consciousness will kind of like live on through the impact i've made through other humans but yeah it's it's interesting to think about <laughs> Um, one right. thing I wanted to ask you, Booty, um, 
I know that you said that the platform you're building on is like a limited access. Is there a way for people to apply to gain access? Um, to build a project? You can buy that NFT. <laughs> okay, it's an NFT. Okay, cool. I, it's called Dimensions, right? Yeah, Dimension. Uh, it's just oh, that they didn't entirely mint out, so there are limited numbers of portals. Um, like, you could, based on the, how many portals you have, you can have your uh, your world or your metaverse be included in like the the overall lore of the whole project Mm, but having one that gives you access to the builder um and then there's more benefits to holding others is that dimension uh, with the d-i-m-e-n-x-i-o-n primordial portal yeah okay 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 cool let's take a look at this in uh on magic eden right now looks like Little supply. There's only 32 listed. There's two of them that are on here for 0.45. That seems like a steal. It's like half price. Yeah, they, like I said, they, they didn't mint out. Uh, there's been you know a lot of fud and all that stuff. So good prices if you're looking to get in, but they can help with you know metaverses, worlds, like character renderings, and. Uh, Awesome. Well, I'll definitely take yeah. a look at this. It's uh, it's interesting just to, I mean, at least to know that it's here with the, the uh, possibilities there and uh, opportunities that are, will definitely come. I mean, it, it sounds like you said, you know, most of these, uh, these uh, I guess, metaverse and these builders kind of people, they're kind of just laying down and, uh, you know, getting to work and building, you know, behind the scenes. And I think that's, that's going to be, you know, great for them. And hopefully, you know, it's something that we, it's used at a lot of times, you know, when things get like this, people start building and, you know, the meta changes, nobody's interested in it, but this thing is created and it's like, well, there's a perfect, you know, use case. Let's, let's apply some kind of, um, you know, something to it. Let's, let's apply another trait or utility or some, some, something where we can use it in web three. But, uh, yeah, it's good to see that. Are you, um, you're just a holder of them. You're not part of the team or anything, right? Is that, that what I understand? Uh, uh nah, no, nah, yeah, just. Very, I, w- I was a very active community member. Exactly. Well, I mean, that. Um, <laughs> but I am very familiar with uh, how, how, the, how the whole op interface works, and uh, yeah, I can I can build worlds. <laughs> nice, nice. nice. Um, about that is like, so for other projects building their metaverses, you could potentially have it token gated to where you would have to have the NFT of the certain project in order to visit the world. Hmm. Um, so then there's, there's where that's when, uh, things like, you know, renting out NFTs could come into play, uh, or, you know, having to buy some of their tokens in order to get in or something like that. So, I see what you mean. So like if I, if you didn't have it, okay. That get, becomes like the gated access you were talking about and how you can you know, jump. Yeah. In that makes sense. Definitely cool. Well, I'm definitely going to check this out and, uh, you know, see what else I can get into because it looks like I can download a version for the PC. There's a Web3 Connect and uh, I, I mean, join the Discord and poke around and ask questions there. But I uh, do appreciate you sharing that with me because, like I said, I'm, I'm still learning a lot about the metaverse and building that kind of concept, you know, especially with Web3. But like I said, it's good to have uh, somebody like you that can answer some of these questions and just put a little bit more light on to the, 
you know, that whole area and that genre of uh, Web3, I guess. Because, uh, like, I, I was talking to somebody the other day, and a lot of these NFTs, like, it's not just, a, a, like, NFT is across the board. There's, there's different types of NFTs, and this is definitely one um, that doesn't fit the regular, you know, mold as a PFP or anything of, of that nature. It, it's a utility kind of, and a tool kind of thing. So, right. it's definitely one, uh, I definitely got to do a little bit more homework on that. As members, as providers. What was uh, that? So they, they can, yeah, they pretty much design the metaverses for projects that are wanting to get metaverses built up. Awesome. That's pretty much it in a nutshell. Nice. Thanks for clearing that up for me. Like I said, it's uh, something I'm gonna. I'm downloading it right now. We'll see what I get. Uh, maybe I'll be building worlds in the next eight weeks or something like that. No, let's see. Yeah, Hold I'd on. like to see what you come up with. That'd be cool. Uh, also, if like you know, if you have any questions or anything, like I'm pretty familiar with it, I can I can help you out. Awesome. I'll definitely uh, hit you up and hit you know see what we can find out. But uh, if there's any when other questions, Metagem, right? <laughs> Say it again. What's that? I said when Metagem. When, uh, when are you going to be like a boxer trainer in the metaverse, Sean? <laughs> um, probably never, honestly. Because like, there's just a different level of working out that, that you can't get there. Um, I've talked oh, to people God. about it before. And like you could do like group classes and stuff like that. And like people can yeah. kind of like download a course and like you can kind of walk through it. Um, but there's right. just a level of like... You can't get to that level of intensity that you would in, in a real life uh, application, you know, and that, I mean, for the average person that wants to just stay fit, you could definitely, you know, see somebody getting uh, an avatar doing all this, but you can also just do that by yeah. pressing record and putting your camera up and people I think would more or less want to have that access than how do I get into this world? Well, I got to go to here and then load it up. it just, I don't think we're there yet, but I think it, it's, it's something that's going to be there eventually once, you know, it's all, once we're all into the Neuralink and into this whole meta world. Oh, God. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Uh, we're going to have Booty out like here building God. gyms for all of us now. You can <laughs> use the, the WeFit trainer. Sorry, go ahead, Booty. Uh, you can use the, the Nintendo WeFit trainer for now. Until that, yeah, that's the first thing I was thinking about was uh, like the Wii Fit because it's like this cute little like characters you run around bouncing around. Like people do like that, and um, I was seeing a lot of more use on those types of things during the uh, the lockdown. So if we're ever put in that position, yeah. you know, and, and I don't want to get my tinfoil hat on too much, but sometimes I wonder like was that you know done on purpose to see how people would react if they would use it? And yeah, the answer was yes, they did. They loved it, and. Uh, it created a lot of, you know, revenue because people were, you know, everybody was picking that up because they're stuck at home. They could interact. They could play these games. They could do that. But once they could go back out and eat, a lot of people put them things up and they're collecting dust right now. Yeah. Was it Animal Crossing? Was that the big thing during the, it was like a. That's me. Uh, yep. I was one guilty. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, my friends played it. It looked fun. I just, I bought my brother one of those consoles um, for the holidays, but I never got one myself <laughs> but yeah it looked fun and i got him the game he said it's a great game that, that one also helps for like you know inspiration like oh you know you want to build this that, that this over here that over there uh so yeah like it, it helps for, for for inspiration uh i That's i cool. did i locked up all in like a little ghetto and I created like a little communist flag for the floor tile. And I just marked all their tiles with communist flags. And put oh, like really, 
really, really just, you know, really janky. And then I was like all over on the other side of the island, like in my house with all my nice trees and flower patches. And <laughs> yeah, I, I was having fun with that. That's pretty funny. That's funny. <laughs> uh, that definitely uh, a lot of good information coming out of this and, uh, and a little bit more insight for me for sure. And uh, uh, I'm glad that we got you on here, Brody, to share this. And uh, we'll bring you back on, see how things go, because I, I want to see where you're, you're kind of... You go with this whole metaverse, meta playground building. I think it's it's a useful skill set, and it's gonna you know continuously grow um, over time. Uh, which way, which direction? We we don't know yet. But uh, having the skill set to be able to do it and enjoying it is is gonna be beneficial, I believe. Uh, at least you know for you. Um, for me, um, we'll see. I got this downloaded. I'll start start poking around, see where we're at. If this isn't you know my cup of tea, we'll know that pretty quickly. But uh, at least I got it here, and, and we'll see what we can do. But um, if you guys had any questions for Booty before we wrap this up, feel free. Uh, Booty, if you had anything you want to close with, uh, absolutely feel free to share with us. Uh, we'd love to hear it. Uh, I'm good. You answered my question about dimension, but go ahead. Uh, uh, yeah, I was gonna say if yeah, if anybody has any questions, yeah, let me know. Um, other than that, just uh, keep grinding, <laughs> keep accumulating and huddling for trading, whatever it is that you do. There we go. <laughs> you heard it first from Booty. And uh, again, brother, thank you for you know spending your time with us and sharing all this information. And uh, I think it's definitely helpful to shed more light on it because a lot of times people say, what's the metaverse? And, and it's like, well, honestly, I don't know. I think it's something where you walk around. But now we got some more information to work with. We got the dimension of Meta Playground to kind of look into and give them somewhere to start. So, uh, you know, we're cooking with something here. So, again, keep up all the great work. Keep grinding. Keep putting your, you know, that work in and those hours to create these worlds because we might need them one day. We might not have the other ones to go to. Um, but, again, this is Solana Made Simple Podcast. I want to thank you guys. That was Booty. And uh, I'm going to put all your links and everything so people can get in touch with you if they want to, if they need to get something built out. All of that will be in the, you know, the description part there. So, again, thanks, Booty. We appreciate it. And uh, take care. Thank you for having me. Thank Absolutely. you for having me. I'll talk to you thank soon. Thank you.